So last week we started looking at Thanksgiving and about being intentional in our Thanksgiving. And I said that we're going to actually start this month by looking at thanks and thanksgiving and being thankful. And what does that all mean? Well, I went on to Google. Because if you want to know something, that's where you should go. <laughs> and I found this. It says, the definition of thankful. Now, what I want us to pay special close attention to is the fact that they consider it an adjective. Thankful, right? You are giving thanks. But the first thing it says, the first main definition is pleased and relieved. And then the second was expressing gratitude and relief. Kind of tells me where we are as a society. Because even the very term thankful is about being relieved. And we tend to think more on the relieved. We were relieved when something is over, right? Even the expressing gratitude and relief. The example they give in a sentence is, she was thankful that the evening was over. I think it's going to go a long way for us to learn be, to be more intentional and being thankful and giving thanks to God is for us to learn exactly what that word should mean to us. Because even under expressing gratitude and relief, it says an earnest and thankful prayer. The sentence they use has nothing to do with prayer, right? She's thankful that it was over. Grateful, appreciative, filled with gratitude, but relieved. And I challenge us, thanksgiving, thankful, is not just about being relieved of something. Because if that were the case, there would be no reason to be thankful in the messy situations that we face in life. Because those are the times we don't feel relieved, do we? I think by throwing that word in there, we're doing ourselves a disservice because we are failing to fully appreciate what that word should mean to us. Now, at the very bottom, I found that very interesting. Mentions or uses of the word thankful. And this goes all the way back to the 1800s. And it's just a little line chart that kind of shows how often the word was used. And it goes up to 2010 on this little chart. That's almost an all-time low, though, right there, isn't it? People aren't thankful. It's because I think it goes back to that relieved. People don't feel relieved. There's too much stuff going on in the world that they're not relieved because they worry. 
They're not relieved because they have fear. And we've spent a couple of months looking at growing our knowledge of God and growing in faith of God and being able to push past that fear because those are the things that hold us back. And honestly, maybe relieved is a good word. And maybe in those messy situations in life, we should be able to find relief in the fact that it could be worse. But we're never in that mindset, are we? We're never in that mindset. We don't go there, do we, when we're thinking of it. We don't say, hey. Mindset, we don't think there. That's not where we automatically go. It's not the first thought we have. Now, when we're thankful, who are we thankful for? What are we thankful for? We're thankful for God and who he is, aren't we? But, goes back to that definition, right? Pleased, filled with gratitude. Relieved. We're thankful when we're relieved about something, aren't we? That's when we express our gratitude, when we can feel that relief over something. We're thankful only when we get what we want and the world is shining down on us and everything's as it should be. We tend to be thankful only when our needs are being met. But what we need to learn is to be thankful unconditionally. We sang that song earlier, today is the day that the Lord has made, right? And it talked about casting our fears aside, right? Surrendering our burdens, putting that all behind us to rejoice that to, and celebrate God in this day. I want us to look at scripture. We're going to look at Psalms. Psalms 100. Psalms 100. Psalms 100 says this, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. That sounds, we've sung that song, haven't we? sounds pretty clear but we're like huh verse 5 says though this is why we should be thankful if for nothing else for the Lord is good and his love what endures forever his faithfulness continues through all generations 
goes back to that reason I said, you know, when we do our prayer concerns and our testimonies of praise reports, I like to start off with the praise reports because I want us to remember that he is faithful because that's what we tend to forget. The first time we hit a messy situation, the first time a storm comes up in our lives, we can tend to forget that God has already got us through some before. Let us learn to be thankful in all things, unconditionally. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. He is faithful through all generations. Not just to you, but to your kids and their kids. Not just to your parents, but to you. The same God who was faithful to the grandparents, the same God that was faithful to the pilgrims. We talked about them last week. That God who was faithful then is faithful now and will be faithful tomorrow. So how do we learn to change that mindset? By remembering that simple, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations, right? Be thankful, for the Lord is God. Verse 3 said, Know the Lord is God. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Be thankful there that the Lord is God. We are not alone. We talked about this a little during our prayer concern time, didn't we? That he never leaves us nor forsakes us. That he is always there for us and with us. During our month look at fear, we sang a song that said, Whom then shall I fear? For the God of angel armies is always by my side, right? There is someone who is in complete and total control. We forget that. And sometimes we try to steer and drive ourselves, don't we? There was a very popular slogan a couple of years ago that said, Jesus is my co-pilot, right? But then I heard someone say, you know what? Forget him being my co-pilot. I'd rather Jesus drive. He knows what he's doing better than I am, you know? The co-pilot's the one who warns us, hey, you probably should fix this. You probably should fix that. But if Jesus is the one in control to start with, If he's the one guiding us, we may be able to even avoid those mistakes to start with. It says, worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with singing and joy, right? Shout to the, for joy to the Lord and the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Why? 
We should want to. This isn't a special thing. Psalms 100 isn't reserved for Thanksgiving Day. They're talking about being thankful, period. It says at the very top, Psalms 100, a Psalms for giving thanks. This isn't saying break this out on certain holidays or only when you're specifically and specially thankful. Or as the definition on Google said, relieved. This is saying, hey, every day, today is the day. And tomorrow will be the same day. In regards to being thankful. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Not just when you have a reason to be thankful. Because honestly, we fail to see those reasons. We always ask for testimonies. And sometimes we'll go with no one being able to pinpoint a blessing. But this month I've said that we want to be and learn to be more intentional in being thankful. Learning to be more intentional to seek God's work in our lives. Being thankful that the Lord's love is unfailing and continuous. His love endures forever and his faithfulness continues through all generations, right? This love never ends. That love is one of the very characteristics of God. It's who he is. God is love, right? And he loves us. Each and every one of us. It's that love that sent Jesus to the cross. We have nothing else to be thankful for. When we think of his love, then we have everything to be thankful for. Let's look back at that definition of thankful that we found on Google. Now, I don't know if you remember anything about language skills from school, but an adjective is actually an action verb, right? It's something that you are doing. Thankful. Grateful, appreciative, filled with gratitude, and relieved are some synonyms. That relieved, though, tends to hang us up sometimes, I think. I think for us to be able to be unconditionally thankful is to first learn to be grateful for whatever we have. 
we may think we are have it the worst of the worst. That there is nothing less. That we have hit rock bottom. That we cannot go any lower. But even at our rock bottom, it is probably way better than someone else out there. I mean, we talk about the holiday of Thanksgiving and being wasteful when all there's, all, there's all that food. America as a whole Even the worst is probably 10 times better than some other countries out there. There are people who have no place to lay their head. There are children being born with death sentences because their parents, their mother, was unable to get care for them, even while she was pregnant. The Lord is good. The Lord is faithful. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. And his faithfulness continues through all generations. God never changes. And what he has said will never change. Hebrews tells us that he's the same today as yesterday, right? He has a promise of forgiveness that we've been given through Jesus. And it's true for each and every one of us. John 3.16 says the whosoever, right? So we, in return, should learn to be thankful that God is God, that God is love, that God is faithful. In all things. We used this as our Time of Commitment song last week, and we're going to play it again and it simply says I'm in his hands I keep going back to that word relieved in the definition of thankful and at first I was thinking well that word I mean, when we're in a storm, in a messy period of our lives, when things aren't going the way we want them to, it's kind of hard to be relieved, right? And it can, it's our right, honestly, sometimes we feel like, don't we? To be upset about the situations we find ourselves in. We can feel that way, don't we? But the more I think about that word, relieved, 
the more I begin to be convicted of the fact that, you know what? We've said it, you know? We may think that we are at the bottom of the bottom, but there's someone beneath us, someone who has it worst. And if we become more intentional about recognizing the blessings in our lives, it's going to be a key step to learning to be relieved in all things and therefore being thankful in all things. Relieved that God is in control even in the storms in our lives that he can see us through and bring us through. Relieved that we have a God who loves us as that his love endures forever and his faithfulness endures for all generations. Relieved that he will never leave us nor forsake us. That he will always there be with us. That little trend of how often that word has been used. Seemed to reach an all-time high at the end of the 1800s and the beginning of the 19th century, right? The world was changing at that time. And I think people learned to appreciate what they had. But in today's society, too many people fail to stop to smell the roses, if you will to be appreciative for what the Lord has already done, for what he's already promised to do. If we have nothing else to be relieved for, be relieved for the fact that, you know what? Jesus came to die on the cross for our sins that we may have everlasting life. <laughs> There's a song that we sing, an old gossip song that says, this world is not my home, I'm just a passing booth through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. That's relief right there, right? That no matter what this world may throw at me, this is only my temporary home. It's only a stopping place to my eternal glory that comes with faith in my Lord Jesus Christ. So we're going to play that song, and as it plays, just take this time in prayer asking God to help you to be more intentional in your thanks, to be more intentionally thankful, and to learn to be relieved in all things, therefore being thankful at whatever life throws our way.
not fear Though the darkened clouds may gather round me I trust the one who whispers peace Although the winds and waves would threaten to confound me You walked upon the ancient seas You still can calm the storm in me I cannot see In the night that lies before me But I hold the hand that made the stars My faith is firm in the one who watches over me. His steadfast love will be my guard. He will forever hold my heart. I'm in his hands. I'm in his hands. Whatever the future holds. I'm in his hands The days I cannot see Have all been planned for me His way is best You see I'm in his hands In 
Heavenly Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, may we be relieved, thankful, grateful for the fact that we are in your hands. Whatever the future holds for us, Lord, that you may be in control, guiding us and directing us, Lord, in our lives, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be appreciative for all the things in the world around us that you may bring into our lives as a blessing for us, Lord. We thank you for these things and for this day. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.